0: Verse seven, verse seven, chapter one. Well, let's talk about this firmament, this expansion, this uh, something called the canopy approach. In that you have the, 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 the heat of the sun striking the earth, and all of a sudden you have this massive evaporation. I almost hear the, the roaring of all this water going into space, and therefore you have longevity of life because you're going to create a protection. From radiation from the sun, human beings will live six, seven hundred or years and older. Uh, remember, a reptile keeps growing as long as it can have food and uh, a good environment. So you have these big stomping things. And what will be the flood story? The flood will be the tilt of the earth uh, from uh, up a perpendicular on its axis to a tilt of the axis. Now you're going to have longevity go from for human beings. To go to about 120 years, uh, and then it'll drop to 70, and all the big stomping things. This is my personal opinion. Will disappear. By the way, I'm going to bring up to next week and show you, show them to you, the two volumes of <laughs> Emanuel Vilofkosky. Emanuel Vilofkosky started a riot in the 1950s. He was a, he was a Jewish scientist who said, you know, as I read all the the stories of creation. In, uh, in pagan literature, as well as the Bible, he says there's got to be some, uh, some validity to these stories, at least to a degree. So he began to look at nature. He began to look at uh, what happened on earth. He said, how do you explain a boulder, the size of this building, being moved from Canada down to Illinois, a boulder? He said, the only answer is water action. How do you explain that you have massive forests, forests where the, the trees are, are tumbled and laid one, one layer upon top of the other? The only answer is water action. And so he wrote his first book and, and uh, gave a validity to the flood story. And then there was a riot. I mean, the, the scientists, uh, some put a death threat against him because he was blasting evolution so heavily. So he wrote a second book. He said, okay, I'll leave out all these stories from pagan literature, and I'll leave out the Bible. Let's just look at nature and what we see in, in nature. And you do not see evolution. You see uniqueness, and you see you see uh, 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 water action around the world. How do you get butterflies and, and plant species in North Africa that come from Northern Europe? Water action that took whole... Uh, areas and just swept them uh, south, south to the Mediterranean down to Africa and etc he documents all this he's he just guessing he's documenting what every scientist agreed to but refused to say that it was uh, a unique thing that is the story of uh, a water action i.e. the flood and anyway, we will get to that uh, a little later in our, in our study alright uh, verse verse 6 again of chapter 1 God said, let there be a expanse, a firmament, a hammering out. Uh, the, the canopy effect, the, the, the heat hits the water. The water goes into the atmosphere. Much of it goes into the atmosphere, creates this canopy, this protection from radiation, if you will. Let it separate the waters that is above from the waters that are on the surface below. God made this firmament or expanse and separated the waters that were below. The expanse from the waters which were above the expanse, and it was so. It happened. And God called the expanse heaven, and there was evening, uh, and then there was morning, a second day. Day 3, verse 9. Then God said, Let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place, and let the dry appear. The word land is not in the Hebrew text. Let the dry appear. Now is going to come the dry that is the, the land, and it was so, because you, you suck up into the atmosphere uh, billions and trillions of amount of water, and now you create this canopy effect that is a constant cloud cover, if you will, and you're going to have the dry, which will be the land below, and the gathering of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good, it worked. Then God said, let the earth sprout vegetation plants yielding seed, fruit trees bearing fruit after after their kind. That is a loaded expression after their kind. You don't have a crossover. They're after they create or they, they, they propagate after their kind. Uh, with seed in them and, the, and on, the, on the earth and it was so. Uh, look up here a second Lacey and I have probably uh, on VHS this many VHS's that deal with nature and biology and tra- plants and trees and, and bees and flowers and uh, the the nature of flowers and the interaction between the flower and the uh, the bee for example or the fly is absolutely awesome now these, these, docu- these documentaries on, on life on earth are not created by Christians, they're created by secular scientists. And you can watch a whole of them for say an hour and hear the word evolution only once or twice because they just can't squeeze it in. That word won't fit. And I was telling somebody this (coughs) this afternoon, uh, uh, a while ago, uh, one of the most fascinating things is the trumpet plant, the flower called the trumpet flower. And it stands about four or five feet and it only blossoms about once every three or four years. Of the sand's that big, and the opening of it's this big. And only a certain fly can can help propagate the trumpet plant. And that little fly will come into it, and if it's another species of fly, it won't work. But the right fly will get into this trumpet plant. It can't go back, it only goes down, and so it starts down into this big plant. And as it goes along, if if it's the wrong species, It'll go past the stamen, which is a little hammer that will, will drop the seed on the back of the fly. But it's the wrong species; it won't drop the seed. It's so a little fly. Just keep going. Finally, you find the exit, and you're going out. But it's the right species of fly. He'll start down. He'll pass the little stamen. And the stamen will on the back of the fly, and put seed on the back of the fly, and he'll go out and then transport the uh, the seed of the of the of the plant to to, to, uh, to some other place. Uh, where it'll blossom again to another another plant, another trumpet trumpet flower. Uh, how can you explain that? How can you explain the interaction between the fly and the plant? Uh, you can't. You have to say that the, the the distance or the time factor between the creation of the plant and the creation of the fly was very short, maybe a day. What the Bible would say, virtually two <coughs> days at the most, maybe that uh, one was created to interact with the other one. And Lacey and I just sit and watch these documentaries over and over again, and I, our jaws were sitting there like this, just can't believe what we're watching. Cannot believe it. And the average person doesn't see it, and the average high school will never see these documentaries. They just don't show them to them. The incredible interaction between plant and animal. Absolutely unbelievable. Do you know how certain forests are planted? by the dung of the elephant. The elephant will eat certain plants, take in their seed, he'll drop the dung, and the dung acts as fertilizer for the plant that the, the, the elephant had eaten. And so as, as this plant starts, uh, starts uh, uh, developing, it's got all the fertilizer it needs in the elephant dung, and now you've got a forest that comes along. So you have the interaction, and by the way, that seed would kill the average animal. It does not kill the elephant. The elephant in his system has a chemistry in his system where that little plant seed will not affect him, will not kill him. And so he takes in the seed, eats it, or he takes in the plant, eats it. The seed is dropped in the dung. Here comes more trees. The interaction between the elephant and the, uh, and the plant. And you cannot, you cannot escape the implication of this. All right, today, day three, um, uh, let the waters below. We read this, God called the dry earth Gelling the waters He called seas. Verse 10, And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, fruit trees bearing fruit after their kind with seed in them on the earth. It was so. Do you realize in every seed, you have all the information for that plant or tree or bush or whatever it's going to be. All the information is in that seed. Absolutely Unbelievable. And without the the, the proper fertilizer, the seed will not sprout and live and, and propagate itself. Notice that they bear fruit after their kind. That is a loaded statement. After their kind. Now what has God done? He's put mechanisms in place that causes the earth to propagate and the plant life to propagate. God has caused all this to happen. It is God and Christ Jesus who's behind the propagation, the mechanism that's going on in all of this life on earth. And it was so. Verse 12, And the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed after their kind. The DNA is set. It's going to happen that way. That's it. And the trees bearing fruit with seed in them after their kind. And God saw that it was good. It worked. Then was evening, and then came morning, a third day. Okay? All right, we're going to pick up on day four, because day four is going to throw you. Day four is not a creation day. And in translating from Hebrew a few years back, I saw that. I said, wait a minute, this is not a creation day. What's going on here? Then I pick up my commentaries and the other scholars saw the same thing that I saw before I saw it that verse day 4 is not a creation to creation day we'll get into that next week let's close in prayer Father uh, a fascinating story of how you made life on earth and you made our life physically and you give to us spiritual life through the Lord Jesus you spare us you, you rescue us from our sins Thank you for these these words, these verses. And Lord, help us put this together in understanding the fact that you love us, you have created all things, and we walk with you, we trust you. You've been so good to what you've given to us here on planet Earth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.